check the honorable hot seat Haas, the hot seat Haas podcast. Shout out to Leopold Jacobs, 1983, a lifestyle brand for your upperly mobile business professional. You can hit us on the website at leopoldjacobs1983.com. You can hit us on Instagram at leopoldjacobs1983.com. I mean, <laughs> at leopoldjacobs1983. Apologies. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to... Um, the listeners, shout out to everybody in my network, and um, sh- shout out to everybody not in my network. You know, leaving my apartment complex, perusing through the parking deck, and uh, slow down, buddy, and uh, head into the city. How are you doing on this Friday? I wanted to drop a conversation with you guys earlier, or maybe I would I could have had it for you to enjoy on your Friday morning commute to work or school or the gym or running errands or whatever. But it is what it is. So maybe you guys can listen to it. Um, starting your month, starting your Saturday morning, or or ending your Saturday—I mean Friday evening. Anyway, it's a lot on the table. It is January thirty-first, like I said, Friday. It is three o'clock in the afternoon, PT. And um, have you guys, uh, welcome to the program everybody, get started, because I have a lot to pack in this this, this this commute, and hopefully I can hit everything, and I don't want to start with what I intended to start with, so I'll start with everything else, respectfully. <clears throat> I had a combo with Eastside Q. The other day, pretty cool, pretty refreshing. Um, congrats on him and closing, and then Shantae and his family closing on their new home. I don't know where they're, where, where the location. And if I knew, I wouldn't say it because I don't want one of y'all trying to pull up on them or stake out his crib or anything <laughs> nah but uh cool, cool conversation with uh Isaac once again congrats to the to the new home and um I immediately was like yo you gotta work on your man cave man that's the ultimate joy I think of uh for men having a, a home the man cave and uh whether that's like uh, a basement an attic, a designated room, or maybe you build a little shed outside or some shit in your backyard or some shit. I mean, for me, I had to choose. I would want to probably build mine like 
not attached to the crib. Like a little treehouse type shit. <laughs> oh, shout out to Mud too. Respectfully. They also, um, congratulations on their new home. But this was like months ago. Before the new year too. So they got to enjoy Christmas in their new home shit like that pretty 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 dope um but yeah yeah like the man cave i, w- I mean wouldn't mind having a man cave in inside the crib or um you know in a basement but ultimately the man cave for me i would like it if it was uh outside um But uh, shout out to Eastside Q once again. We had a cool conversation, catching up, reminiscing about the uh, podcast and all that good stuff. You know, discussing how 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 um, you know we just needed a little bit more time. Not to not to the shoulda coulda wouldas and the regrets and shit. I just think we needed a little bit more time to um, to get it where we needed it to be and I think a lot of it primarily um, getting the visual component there because I think that's what everybody really 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 encouraged us to do and um, that takes time I mean you can just I've, 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 I've thrown cameras up whether it was an iPhone or a GoPro or a, uh, what's the other shit I used to have? My um, flip cam. Yeah, I used to love that shit. I used to have, I take that shit everywhere. But, um, you know, but for, for, for creative content, we, and we had a few episodes that we used to take, you know, whether it was just a bunch of clips here and there or full fledged episodes. But, um, it was just about getting the, uh, the, the people to um, respond to the videos, the clips, because once they respond to it, then pretty much whatever whatever you give them, in a sense, is your your visual presentation. They'll 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 accept the audience, the, the listener will accept because that's how things work, you know. So, but that was a good conversation we had, and um, maybe we'll get uh, a, a throwback episode in. I mean, not a throwback, but I guess throwback. But in time when I'm in, um, you know, I'm in Atlanta or vice versa, we can get an episode in, or maybe we can get a a, a nice phone phone in phone conversation in. Um, but we'll see. That was a pretty cool conversation, though. Shout out to East IQ. Um, moving along, um, I don't know if you guys got to see Mace's comments. But he made some very, 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 very interesting comments about Diddy. And um, let me, it's a lot. But uh, I heard your Grammy speech about 
how you are now for the artists and about how the artists must take back control. So I would be the first to take that initiative also. Before we ask of other ethnicities to do us right, we, um, yeah, he goes on. Give me one second. So I'm about to stop for a moment and I can read this. Um. All right. So he goes, um, RSVP Mace at I am Diddy. I heard your Grammy speech. One second, sorry. Heard your Grammy speech. One second. <laughs> yes, how you doing? May I have a large vanilla iced coffee? No, that'd be it. Thank you. All right, two nineteen, please. Thank you. Thank you. And he goes, um, I heard your Grammy speech about how you are now for the artist and about how the artist must take back control. So I will be the first to take that initiative. Also, before we ask of other ethnicities to do us right, we should do us as black people better, especially the creators. I heard you loud and clear when you say that you are now for the artist and that and to that, my response is, is if you want to see change, you can make a change today by starting with yourself. Your past business practices knowingly has continued purposely starved your artists and been extremely unfair to the very same artists that helped you obtain that icon award. So very interesting. One second, and I'll get back to this combo. I mean, this uh, very, very, very interesting. How you doing? Hi, how are you? Doing good, how you doing? Thank you. Have a great one. You too. Uh, so he goes, um, basically, especially the creators. I heard you loud and clear when you said that you are now for the artist. And to that, my response is, if you want to see change, you can make a change today by starting with yourself. Your past business practices known has continued purposely starved your artists and been extremely unfair to the very same artists that helped you obtain that Icon Award on the Icon Bad Boy label. Iconic bad boy label. For example, you still got my publishing for 24 years ago in which you gave me 20K. Um, so, Mace continues and goes on and on and on about, you know, feeling that um, Puff should basically read what he, I mean, um, you know, put more action behind you know behind it instead of just talking be you know be about it be more about it and um almost hypocritical of him to speak as such knowing that he's have ripped people off in the past that's what Mace is saying and um very interesting cause you know Puff just gave an amazing um, speech at the, I think the Clive Davis pre-Grammy Awards. He also made another speech at the Rock Nation brunch, encouraging, you know, black excellence and uh, us as black people to stick together and uh, support each other and to continue to push the culture forward. Um, 
and it's very interesting because obviously um, certain people don't don't agree. Mace, surprisingly, even though Mace just performed with him recently on stage when Mace had, Mace had that uh, crazy mink on or something like that, or whatever he had on. But um, how do you guys feel? Do you do you guys feel Diddy is a piece of shit? I rock with Diddy. I like Diddy because he's Diddy. Um, he's been at the 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 top or the the center of uh hip-hop culture um in many ways moving it forward um you know putting people in in position um whatever you know you know you know if you know diddy you know his catalog you know his resume um with Ciroc, clothing film fashion music and all the sorts um so I don't know I mean the locks had their issues back in the day so that that that's not pretty 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 um, cool or good example for 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 Diddy to to have or for for Mace to even use for as an example to as why you know you're not necessarily um you know, a good business um, partner or person or businessman. Um, the locks had their issues with their contract. They had to let the, the let the locks go or free the locks campaign back in the day when um the locks came to Hot ninety seven was talking crazy, um, almost threatening um, Diddy. You know, basically saying they'll throw him off a fucking. Uh, a building or some shit and throw a refrigerator on them or some shit like that. Um, very, very interesting at that time. And now in retrospect, it's interesting because look, you know, somebody's complaining about Diddy again. And um, so hopefully he, 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 he can work on that and, and fix that before, um, you know, anybody else comes to, to the forefront and makes a claim. Or uh, or maybe he can um, solve it or deal with it, you know? Maybe he can pay him. Because May said that he, you know, his his publishing was 20K. I mean, he also in 20, the deal for 20K. And um, so in retrospect, he May said, I, I, I cannot buy it for 20 million, you know, 2 million. And Diddy, I guess, wasn't having that. One second, I'm going to the ATM. So, I don't know. How would you feel? Um, so, how would you feel if you were ripped off on your publishing?
sorry about that brief break and pause. I went to the ATM and I was going to continue talking with you guys, but it was somebody at the, at the terminal and I didn't want to sound that was crazy or anything like that. But, um, so yeah, so shout out to uh, Mace for, for coming up and saying something because you know, a lot of people, I guess, say or feel that they really can't speak up against people as powerful as Diddy, such as, because he's so powerful, has all this money and all this, um, you know, people, you know, people admire him. People, people don't want to think that this is something that's of, of truth. You know what I mean? They want to deny it or whatever. Because um, several other people have spoke up, spoken up against Diddy, saying that um, you know he he ripped them off, you know whatever whatever. Like like bad boy. I mean like like the lock said um, he ripped them off. Uh, who else? Um, now you know. Now Mace is Mace is coming up with this. Uh, who knows? You know who knows? Who knows what's what's true? Art Miss Garden. Well, I don't know if that's how you say it. Uh, a popular uh, Instagram account, and this guy is like a historian, a hip hop historian, and he he basically saying that Mace is tripping. It's not really, you know, it's not the truth. And who knows? Like I said, who knows what's what 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 what, what to believe? You know. Um, but very very interesting. Source Money even said that Diddy ripped them off. And he has been speaking out, and he's saying that um, you know, and he's been speaking about whole out about against whole also, which is interesting. And he said that that the time is ticking, and and I guess all will be revealed in that 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 in that in that sense. So we'll see how it how it come what what it comes to. Um, what else? What else is on my list to move on with? I guess Diddy. Oh, and in that, in that same strain, Khalees had a recent write-up in the Guardian, and I guess she's um, celebrating the anniversary of her uh, Kaleidoscope album, and she said that Pharrell. And Chad ripped her off, also. So that's interesting. She, it's, it's the the articles I've read it. Interesting article, nice write up. She's um. She says that you have this false sense of living because L.A. is not New York. You can't compare it to New York and London. And even though it, it tries. 
or you know people try to make it seem like LA is comparable to uh, New York or London it's not so she had to um, escape the LA lifestyle and that's why she moved to the farm because you know she was tired of drinking wheat drink, drinking wheatgrass and, and working out purpose without without purpose and I just that was interesting about how people their people's perception of uh, LA some people love it some people think at, that of it as, as trash and, and, and some people get overwhelmed and some people lose everything in order to live out out in, in, in LA or live the lifestyle of somebody so I thought that was pretty pretty cool you know Um, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else, what else I can say about that article that was all that stood out. She did speak about Nas um, saying that I guess Nas makes this claim that she she doesn't allow um, night you know, visitation or and not and her 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 combat back to Nas is that well you gotta be you gotta show up. And in order to not disappoint her son, she doesn't even tell Nas about, I mean, she doesn't even tell her son when Nas is going to show up or because the majority of time he doesn't. I thought it was odd because not a lot of people speak bad about Pharrell. That doesn't mean that what Khalees is saying isn't true. I'm just saying it just... I don't know. What do you think? She said that they had a, a an agreement to split 33, 33, 33, and that's not what it is. I don't know. We shall see. We shall see. Police. In that vein, the Grammys performed. I mean, they happened. And I watched it. It was fucking horrible. They said there's, the ratings have continued to go down. Um, but I thought it was interesting about... Let me see. But it was interesting because Little Nas X performed his hit. Old Town Road, the remix, I guess, and it had a bunch of people that I don't know, except for Billy Ray Cyrus, and uh, it just was odd, because it's his record, he has this hideous, hideous ass outfit on, looks the worst of everybody, of everyone, it is a black record, I know it's a country record, but there's no other black people he's performing with with that record. I just it, the, the the optics look bad, and I'm not talking saying that he has to perform with black people or whatever other race. It just looked the optics of it look bad. His outfit looked horrible. He just looked a joke, and it's his record. Um, 
felt a little better when he performed, I guess, uh, I don't know, the record with, with, with Nas. So it was Little Nas X featuring Nas. I guess it's a good play. On paper, it makes sense. It made sense for Nas, I'm sure, because he got a nice bag from it. Um, and then it, it puts Nas in this, 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 um, it throws Nas out there and, and it, he's able to share the fan base of Little Nas X. So I'm sure there's so many fans that whether they know, they know of Nas or now they do though. So that's, that's pretty amazing. So some people are, are, are throwing Nas under the bus, like what the fuck? And I get it. I do get it. I get it. He, and I didn't think he did bad. He had a nice flow on it. He had the Sean Breed flow. Um, for you, for those that don't know Sean Breed, go to Sean Breed. At S-E-A-N Breed. B-R-E-E-D. And check her, I believe. Or... I don't know if I'm remembering the record. Her and... forget the, the name of the record but anyway he it's a sean breed flow shout out to nas though it's a, it's a, I, I like it. it sounds very refreshing um but it's the sean breed flow tell me if you think if you guys agree forget the name of that new new little nas x nas record but i think it's pretty cool on paper it sounds cool and in, in the same vein, um, Pastor Troy made comments about <clears throat> Little Nas X. He made comments about his attire. Um, and I guess his son, if I'm correct, I think they were eating at Applebee's. And, they, and his son, it was two, I guess I want to say... A couple, a gay couple kissing, and his son frowned upon it. It was like, "Oh, look what, look what is going on." And then I think, I'm, I, I can't be wrong. And then the, the little Nas X, um, you know, I guess he was like, I guess Pastor Troy was like, I guess I won't be winning any Grammys because I ain't wearing shit like that or whatever, whatever. And it, it was kind of, I, I, I understand his intention. But I think it, it it backfired horribly, and and it made just Pastor Troy look like another old ass rapper hating on the younger artists of today. Regardless how you you know, regardless if 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 if, if, if you make sense or not, or or whatever, it just sounds bad when you make comments like that and you really really don't do the best of your job or ability of expressing yourself so so you so one can really maybe one can understand and be like you know what you know even if a uh, uh, little Nas X or anybody else that's maybe a fan of little Nas X can be like you know what you expressed yourself well you and I get it you know, but nobody's, you're never going to be able to um, go up against the, the LGBTQ um, community and, you know, regardless of your argument, it's, they're, 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 they're uh, unstoppable. They're tough. 
and not saying to not and and, and I, you know unstoppable and, and tough I'm definitely being a dickhead but the 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 and not even just of it them being unstoppable as a big collective it's just that the argument of a lot of people is just pretty premature and hideous so when you go up against a group as such you won't win because for one your argument is hideous and then or two your argument is hideous and then one they're just a a, a strong collective you know what I mean so and I love you know I like Pastor Troy's music I'm not saying I, I take that I, I wouldn't say love but I, I, I re- I'm, re- I'm a fan I like I like his hits and um You know, when 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 No Limit was 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 running through the South, he stood up to Master P and them niggas with uh, "We Ready" and "Ain't No Playing GA." You know, so shout out to Pastor Troy. But um, your comments was a little premature, and everybody wants to tackle little Nas X. And I, and I understand where, where where somebody as such as a little Nas X can be like, man, stop picking on me. Or the fans of his or anybody else is like, yo, stop picking on this dude. Like, let let, let it rest. Like, let the little nigga rest. You know? Moving along. I guess at the Grammys going I've read of um, the Madame Noir I think this was in how you're at the Grammys at this um, this Lily event and you know the black artists fight for for equality amongst white musicians or any other type of ethnicity or racial group. Um, And, you know, people have their gripes with the Grammys because it doesn't accurately represent the taste of music. Because black artists suffer. That's why, I guess, they're taking a lawsuit up with the Grammy board or whatever because black artists such as Kanye West or Beyonce aren't really recognized compared to Taylor Swift or fucking I don't know Ariana Grande or fucking whoever else Selena Gomez or some bullshit um or I don't know I don't know who else but um but in continuance, it's sad because as we combat as black artists and musician and culture to fight and be represented in that arena, we kick, we don't, we, I guess the fight for, for equality in that arena, we, we, we have our blinders on and we don't look at to the left or to the right and we ignore black media outlets that are wanting to 
provide some interview or content for, for, for their outlets and we look over them and and that's the argument with a lot of people that were saying that us as black musicians and artists in this Lily event we fucking overlook our black media outlets so we don't, we're not going to give them a, a interview or a soundbite you know we're just going to rush to go to whoever else and give them that that soundbite and and I think it, and I think it's trash because I definitely believe that that is true we we see on um I guess the scale of uh, a social media scale or whatever micro scale we see it on or a macro scale but as a, on a micro scale we see it in our own networks because we'll we'll you know we, or maybe for not for 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 a person personally but for a person to 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 view of such you know like you'll have an artist let's say an artist um you know you'll come to my show and shit but they they you know that same person will go and say you know i'll go to a or I'll support this person or this person. And they're only supporting that artist because of uh, a color, a skin color, or a, a cosign or some bullshit. And they overlook black, talented artists or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or or, or a black clothing or merch company or a t-shirt company um, doesn't get the same respect as a, a fashion over or something like that, you know? So you pick your battles, or you pick, you know, you want to pick your battles. But as, as as black culture, black media, we have to continue bigging up the BTs, the revolts, the, the inter, in, in, independent um, podcasters, or the independent platforms that, that allow as such, you know what I mean? Because we need to, to, to bring them up and put them on the pedestal, on the platform as a uh, TMZ, you know, especially when TMZ doesn't really, really, really practice uh, morale, a mo- uh, certain mor- morale, you know. Thought that was interesting. Sad too. Moving along, I pose this question. Maybe somebody will give me some feedback. I think it's a cool question. If it's if it's your birthday and you're and you're fortunate enough to have any DJ, two picked any two DJs, one to open and one to close, who would you pick? That's an interesting. But for me to open the shit, I'm going with Cypher Sounds. And to close it, I want to go with Funk Master Flex. Typical, but I would probably go with um, like a Red Alert, <laughs> Bobby Condors, or I would probably go with um, like a D Nice, something like that. Respectfully, and um. I guess we could move along with that. I thought that was a cool question, though. Where's my list? Let me see my list. 
Trump is not shit at me. There you go. Um, I guess moving along with Drink Champs recently had Lil Wayne on. I watched it last night. An amazing episode. It's hilarious. Shout out to Nori because he's very getting better. He's getting, you know, he's getting, you know, getting better with it. Um, Weezy answered some interesting or gave some insight on some interesting shit. Um, you know, he named he named the 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 project his new project that is promoting the funeral because it's um it's uh, I guess respectively goes with the project has as he's re- as he's released you know like rebirth I think was the last one so the funeral um and, and it keeps him going um he spoke about or or interestingly and hilariously enough Nori had a cheat code because he had questions from Hove that Hove wanted to ask Wayne, which was dope. And that's adding a new um, innovation to podcasting. So, like, let, let's say somebody respect, respectfully, as such, like a Hasi Haas, <laughs> you know, the honorable Hasi Haas on my platform. And I'm interviewing, let's say, Eastside Q. And let's say somebody that. Um, you know, like a let's see, personality. Let's say a thotty, 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 gotty, or um, was like, yo, I got questions for East IQ. You know what I mean? That's dope. Or not even just somebody like thotty, or somebody like somebody that's just interesting that's saying, yo. I got these questions for for this artist or this this person that I'm a fan of. I think that's dope. It's innovative. It's a new a new way to um to expand the podcasting or a new way to add creativity to it. So Hope had these questions for um, Wayne, and like he he basically asked him to explain his uh the, that 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 his attack on on the mixtape. You know, how did it come about? You know, he did like one year, I think he had like 70 something mixed, I mean, features. And how did, how did you go about it? Very interesting. So take a look at that. I don't want to spoil it all. Also, how Hold told him that he gave him a run for his money when, when, he, when, when, he, when Wayne jumped on the um, Show Me What You Got beat. Because Hope was like, damn, should I continue on? Basically, Hope questioning his uh, his place in hip-hop after hearing Wayne body a record that he did. In which Hope did a great job on it also. Um, so, that was dope. New Yo Gotti music called 
Untrapped. He changed it from originally, I guess, it was called Trapped. I guess he's going through this transformation. Pretty dope, I guess, concept. Because from the start of the album, he's trapped. And then by the time the album ends, he's untrapped. So he's free. Pretty dope. And he's on Funkmaster Flex and he's rapping to some old beats. And I think it's dope because it's going to be a real turn in his career because he is now showing that he can rap on beats other than trap beats or Southern beats, I guess. And it happened with Ross. It happened with Jeezy. When when Jeezy started rapping on Up North beats, or I think it was around of uh, Soul Survivor. If you only wanna, I'm a Soul Survivor. I think that was it. And then there was uh, like, there was some mixtapes around that time when he started rapping on, um, I guess, up north instrumentals on the mixtape scene or if it wasn't just like up north instrumentals it was that I guess boom bapish vibe and that 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 made Jeezy stretch even further beyond the southern region I mean it happened for Ross you know Ross showed that he can rap on these um these these expensive sounding beats like the, the, the Justice League and the uh, you know whoever else you know Cool and Dre or whoever else with, 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 with Ross I mean Just Blaze and Kanye Beats I mean Swiss Beats Ross is really showing his um, realm of uh, you know his reach where he can go here I could take it there and take it there and I thought that was dope. Thank you. So, shout out to um, Yo Gotti, because if, if you know me, you know my, you know how I, I debate never really 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 sold on Yo Gotti I say that respectfully uh, I just I didn't like DM I just I mean you probably could hear it on podcasts in the back in the past just never really was sold on him the DM shit wasn't uh, but I mean and it's as of recent that I've heard um, shout out to Quas because he's been putting me on tracks like yo listen to this one listen to this shit and um not saying I'm becoming a, a, a fan, but I'm like, it's growing, he's growing, he's, you know, and rapping on up top beats or rapping on different bops, that'll do it for me, because that'll show that you're, you're, you're trying, you're learning, you know what I mean, you're, you're, you're growing as an artist, and he said it himself in the recent interviews that he's been doing in promotion of his album, um, so, you know, shout out to Yo Gotti. I think it's dope. So check that Funk, Funk Master Flex freestyles out. Go check his new album out. And um, yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm going to continue saying Pop Smoke is. They're, they're forming. I'm telling you. He's going to be at the forefront probably soon of this shit. 
Um, but he got a new record with Quavo, Shake the Building, or Shake Up the Building, and it sounds dope. I mean, that that drill sound. It's 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 repetitive for one. So the longevity of it, I think it will be there, even though it, it's repetitive. But like in that in that same vein, I think people will find ways to to, to stretch it out and, and 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 to grow it, you know. Because a lot of a few of his records do sound alike, you know, and it's that same pocket, that same cadence, that same um, rhyme scheme in a sense. So they he, they'll have to figure out a way to to explore with that sound. But sound is a dope. Sound is dope. It's aggressive. It, it, it gets you up. It gets you excited. Got that bop, you know. So, like I said, Pop Smoke is is slowly, slowly, slowly becoming um, more of a household name. Uh, there's a new NBA. Let me see what else I can go before I get into it. Uh, I guess I'll not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Super Bowl is coming up soon. Who are you going for? I'm going for the Niners. Because I'm a fake bandwagon nigga. <laughs> and I want to see a parade out here. You know? Fuck that. Opportunist. I want to see a fucking parade. I want to bring my camera, take pictures. Go out there with my lady and my son. I don't know, buy a fucking um, 49ers t-shirt or some shit. I don't, I don't think I'll buy a hat or a snap because I wouldn't. I'll really be a, a re- I don't want to look like a bandwagon nigga, you know? So I won't buy a San Francisco snap or I'll buy a t-shirt. Or maybe I'll buy like a some Steve Young shit or Joe Montana or, or Jerry Rice. Or Dion when he was on the fucking Niners. I don't know. But Super Bowl. Here's the thing. Your lady or your significant significant other or your side or whoever you're dealing with is going to Super Bowl to Miami for Super Bowl weekend and you're not going. Um do not become jealous do not become emotional you can win this let her go or let him go and when they arrive back you act like nothing has happened and maybe y'all can continue on doing your rendezvous or doing whatever but if you're fucking with somebody and to me more so female I mean a woman and that lady that you're dealing with goes to Miami for 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 Super Bowl, and she comes back, and you start tripping on her because she went, or while she's out there, you're tripping on her. Just wrap it up. You're never gonna deal with that woman again. You know, you never. It's never gonna happen because she's like, I can't deal with this nigga because he's a cornball and he's too much attached, I guess. But like I said, if you're dealing with that 
thing. She goes to Miami. And she comes back. And you're like, yo, what's good? Want a link? Or you just dub her. Don't even hit her up ever again. You won, my brother. Or my sister. You won. Believe me. And that same goes to All-Star Weekend. Because All-Star Weekend is approaching. And if your significant other. Or your mood thing. Or the person you're dealing with. Goes. Follow those rules that I just said. In the situation. One. And you'll be fine. You know. But. It is a big 95, 97% chance that you lost that bitch. Respectfully. And in doing so, the NBA has a new format that they're going to introduce for this upcoming All-Star game. And it's fucking confusing as shit. Um, Shout out to them for trying to, um, I guess, be uh, innovative. And introduce something different. You know? And if I can pull it up, I can give you some context to the criteria of this shit. Because it's very, very interesting. Um... Maybe I can't find it. Did I delete this shit? Maybe I deleted it. But let's do this first. Um, I think I deleted this shit. Sorry. But I think I have a gist of... of, of, It's just very confusing. All right. Team Giannis. Giannis. um, um, Bam. Adebayo. Jimmy Butler, Anthony Davis, Luca, Joel Embiid, Rudy Goldberg, James Harden, Brandon Ingram, Nicola, Jock, Jokic, Jokic, whatever, Kawhi, and Damian Leonard. Team LeBron, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, um, Sabonis, Pascal Siakam. Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, Kimball Walker, Russell Westbrook, and Trey Young. They got a fucking squad. They're going to win. Um, but this new format, it's like... They played three quarters. I'm, I'm, it's going to be wrong, right? But it's it's totally... Um, you know... Oh, whoever who got snubbed. All, 2020 All-Star snubbed. Uh, Zach Levine, David Bo- De- Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, Andre Drummond, Paul George, DeMar Rose- DeRozan, Derrick Rose, Jalen Brown. The niggas ain't cut, make the list. Um, but, um, so as far as this new format for the NBA, oh, I have it. Boom. No, this is not it. Sorry. Damn, I feel like a dickhead. Listeners, if you, oh, yeah, I do have it. NBA All-Star Game Format. I can read this shit. Both NBA All-Star Game teams will play for Chicago-based 
community organizations as selected by team captains Giannis and LeBron James. The teams will compete to win each of the first three quarters, of which will start with the score of 0-0 and will be 12 minutes long. At the start of the fourth quarter, the game clock will be turned off and a final target score will be set. The final target score will be determined by taking the leading team's total cumulative score through these three quarters and adding and adding 24 points for Kobe. The 24 representing the late great Kobe Bryant uniform number. I get the idea, but it's very confusing. Once the final target score is set, the teams will play an, an, an untimed fourth quarter and the first team to reach the final target score uh, will win the NBA All-Star game. For example, if the commutative score of the first three quarters is 100 to 95, the final target score will be set at 124 points. To win the NBA All-Star game, the team with 100 would need to score 24 points in the fourth quarter before the team with 95 points scores 29 points and vice versa. Um, The community organization selected by each winner of the first three quarters will receive 100 grand and a total of 300 grand to charity for those. All right, so you get the gist. You know what I mean? It's not that confusing, but, you know... For people, change is change. And for people, some people, they're like, what the fuck? Because when you read it, it's like, what? But I'm glad, I'm glad I got to find that for you because um, I just didn't want to go off of, uh, you know, just go off of my uh, horrible um, memory. So we'll see how this shit goes. You know what I mean? I remember a few years back when they started making changes to the All-Star game and uh, the, the, the NBA dunk contest and the shootout. It kind of fucked it up. You know what I mean? And then, and then they brought it back to, you know. So no sh- no shame in, in the NBA trying to do something different. But there is shame in it if it's a piece of shit. Especially when they're trying to represent the fucking black mamba so hopefully we'll have a dope all-star game dope super bowl dope's halftime show being that you know holes is working with uh the nfl i heard j-lo and shakira's doing a tribute um shout out to them hot mamas uh what else what else what else so yeah shout out to the nba with that what else is on my list? I have these screenshots and then I have my notes. So I'm going back and forth. And I'm doing a lot because I'm driving. And I'm sh- doing all this shit. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj's brother gets 25 to life for child rape. And um, interesting question. Should, be, should she be boxed in that whole shit I know that's a brother blood but and she's supported his um 
his his court fees and all that lawyer fees i'm sure probably um making sure he has money on his books and taking care of and stuff like that so does that make her an enabler or does that her that does, does that make her uh, um I don't know. I don't think so. Because she didn't rape them. You know? And I'm pretty sure she didn't have knowledge of it prior to. Maybe afterwards she had knowledge of it. And maybe she, you know. And if she didn't say anything, then when you when you base it off of that, morally she's wrong. Rightfully so, she's wrong. But um, if she didn't know about it, and you know, she happens to be supporting her brother in in in, in this in this stressful in this time that he you know he put on himself during dealing with the consequences. I don't think that makes her, you know, have have to having to um to deal with it, you know. But just wanted to bring that to your attention. Moving along, this one gotta go. Brought some attention. I'm gonna try to talk brief with this because um, I'm approaching 60 minutes. Um, but one gotta go. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a square. I mean, a box with um, a picture of Jadakiss, a picture of Mace, a picture of Cameron, and a picture of Fabulous. One has to go. It um, made some ni- made for some nice conversation on my Facebook, um, but a lot of people were blasting Mace. The majority of people on that list said Mace. A few said Jada, which was surprising. Um, a few said Fab. You know, I saw one say Fab. I saw I didn't see anybody say Cam. Um, I've seen a, the majority of people, like I said, say Mace, and a few, maybe two or three, said Jada. I didn't make a comment, but my comment would be Jada. Um, and I understand he's just li- he's just this beast lyrically, you know what I mean. But Jada to me hasn't produced a nice body of work, even though Mace only produced Harlem World. But Double Up, he did did gave us Double Up, and that wasn't bad. It wasn't Harlem World, but it wasn't bad. So for for, for I pose the question to you guys: Who has to go? Mace Cameron. Fabulous or Jadakiss. It is the Honorable Hot Seat Haas. It is the Hot Seat Haas podcast. Shout out to Leopold Jacobs 1983, a lifestyle brand for the upperly mobile business professional. We'll be taking our break. It is segment one, and we are remembering Kobe Bryant.
We are back. It is Hot Seat Haas. Um, continuing with this remembering Kobe Bryant episode, even though for the first 60 minutes, I didn't speak of Kobe Bryant or this Kobe Bryant situation or anything. Um, I did that for a reason because I just didn't want to start off with it because I don't know, man. It's just it's just overwhelming, man, you know, and it's just sad. It's just sad. And um, for those, maybe you don't know what's going on. Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and seven others died Sunday in a helicopter crash in Calabasas. Um, very sad. And uh, I mean, he's the Black Mamba. It's unexpected. I mean, not only did Kobe pass, but it's sad that, you know, his daughter passed and all these other individuals were taken from us. Um, The bodies of all nine victims of the helicopter crash that killed NBA legend Kobe Bryant have now been positively identified. And this was a few days ago. Um, the Los Angeles County Department of Medical Examiner Coroner announced Wednesday that it has confirmed following around the clock testing and analysis of DNA. Gianna Bryant, 13, Peyton Chester, Elisa Altabella, Carrie Altabella, and Christina Mosser were all killed. Um, and previously, they identified John Altabella and Sarah Chester and the pilot. Ara Zobion rest in peace and we'll have a moment of silence for um, for for the victims Like I said, it is Hot Seat Haas, the Hot Seat Haas podcast. I guess the honorable Hot Seat Haas and the Hot Seat Haas podcast. Shout out to Leopold Jacobs, 1983. This is the, I guess, remembering Kobe Bryant episode. Like I said, for 60 minutes, I didn't speak of Kobe Bryant. So the last part of this episode, I will talk about Kobe Bryant and and it's layered. Um, it's just sad, you know, that we lost somebody like Kobe Bryant, um, 41 years old, an amazing athlete, an amazing man, amazing father, amazing, you know, all these great things, businessman, um, you know, he, he, he's inspiration to a lot of guys like myself and a lot of young guys, and a lot of, you know, people in the basketball arena, in the sports arena, He's just black mama. He's his 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 work ethic, the way he the fearlessness is just amazing. And we've never really seen a player as such. We've seen Michael Jordan. And we've compared Kobe to Michael Jordan. We've compared Kobe to LeBron. We've all had these debates where we have arguments and and we want to debate who's better. And it's all 
rightfully so because it's just what it is it's sports you know you have an opinion of someone or you can have a certain liking of a, a certain player because this or that or maybe you were a censor when you were in high school or your dad played center in high school so now you like centers so you're focused on you know or maybe you're 6'10 and that's why you like centers or you know what I mean maybe you played the two guard or whatever anyway you know what I mean so I just think that Michael Jordan was always Michael Jordan and he he had a hate or love it approach for Michael because he you know he ruined a lot of careers or not essentially ruined he just ruined the opportunity for a lot of players to receive or a lot of teams to win a championship and we've you know as 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 amongst all the superstars that came in the league after Michael Jordan we didn't see anything of Michael Jordan up until Kobe Bryant in my opinion so when Kobe Bryant came out, he filled the same. He had the same love and hate relationship because he ultimately did the same. He had the same work ethic. He had the same knack to win as Kobe Bryant. Um, so we had uh, an option, you know. And when Kobe got in the league, Jordan was still at it in his heyday. When Kobe got in the league, he was in 1996. Jordan was still, you know, he was still fucking niggas up. You know what I mean? So for me, the comparison, and I know I'm getting in the same debate that I've said that we all argue about, about Jordan, LeBron, and Kobe, but Jordan is Jordan. LeBron is, is uh, I would say, third on my list, and Kobe's second on my list, rightfully so. And I think that when, um, you know, when, when LeBron came, he just had this likable attitude, or he wanted to be liked by everyone, even though he has this late love and hate dynamic, too. Because he's a winner and he's great, but it just was different with LeBron, and that's why I think I think a lot of people don't put LeBron in that category, in the same I guess the same killer killer category as a uh, as a um, Jordan or Kobe because he just doesn't have that killer instinct. He just he's more so uh, of a, a person that wants to to pass and, and, and provide his players with that experience. I mean his teammates with that experience. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with it. He's just not a killer. You ain't a killer, but whatever. Fact, I mean, pun say, I'm not a killer, but so whatever. I'm not a killer, but I fucking lie. Whatever, some shit he said. Anyway, I'm not a killer, but don't push me. And uh, what else, what else, what else can I say? So I just, I don't know, man. I'm going to continue blabbing and, and, and talking randomly about Kobe for this next however. I'm probably going to segment it out, but just bear with me. Uh, I read an interesting tweet that said Lauren London and Vanessa Bryan are the most protected women in L.A. And I would say I have to agree with that. Um, You know, I guess Kim K was once or not. You know what I mean? Because look what happened to her. Oh, was she in LA when that happened? No, I don't think. I think she was in Paris or London. But she, you know, I guess she's not the most protected lady in LA. I would say Lauren London and Vanessa Bryant, respectfully. What else? What else? Um, 
Uh, shout out to Smush Parker because he he says that you know he had this he didn't have a great relationship with LeBron. I mean with Kobe when they were teammates and he unfortunately wasn't able to mend the relationship before you know and that's why I guess people we have to do better because we need to be um, better for each other because you never know but a former Lakers teammate with whom Kobe Bryant had a war of words was hoping to make amends now Smush Parker Brooklyn native who played at Fordham was Bryant's teammate for two seasons regrets not squashing his beef with Bryant who was killed Sunday in a helicopter crash at age 41 I was hoping for an opportunity to really sit down or our paths to cross so we could physically and verbally have a dialogue Parker was Bryant's running mate in the Lakers backcourt backcourt from 2005 to 2007 told TMZ um, they're with me. There was a lot of underhanded shots that was fired from both directions. It's unfortunate that I'm not going to be able to get that opportunity now. Parker once said that playing with Bryant and the Lakers was an overrated experience because everybody thinks that playing with Kobe Bryant is the best thing to slice bread when it's not. In 2012, Bryant ripped Parker for being the worst. He shouldn't have been in the NBA, but we were too cheap to pay for a point guard, so we let him walk on. Boom! Shout out to Kobe. And um, on that note, for segment one of this second part of Remembering Kobe, we'll take a quick break. Go, I guess, go get a new drink. Go to the bathroom. um, Or um, roll up. You know, shit like that. And we'll be right back. It's Hot Seat Hots, the Hot Seat Hots podcast. Check, check, check. Hotsy Haas. We're back for another segment. Remembering Kobe Bryant. Um, I think when I left off, we were talking about Smush Parker and his um, sentiments towards Kobe and he, him wishing that they would have, or he would have, um, I guess, extended the olive branch, olive branch so they can mend uh, whatever friction or whatever. And I think it was more so... Um, in a sense I don't know I don't know if Kobe ever wanted to mend the relationship or ever even cared you know so um, maybe it was more so on um, Smush Parker's and definitely due to the situation um, so, shout out to Smush. Like I like I said earlier in um, the episode, this this Kobe Bryant situation is so many layers to it. Um, it's so much to unpack, and um, and, and 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 relaying information and sharing 
opinions and perspectives in this situation for me respectfully i'm keeping it um positive in a sense you know i don't really want to talk about um oh i don't have no negative remarks towards kobe put it like that there are other people out there however that feel different whether they're joking or whether they're um serious and um and, and 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 that that's what's um, not saying scary, but that's what is interesting because you would think that people will have compassion for 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 um, Kobe Bryant and his family and friends and the fans and 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 and, and not just and everybody else involved, but not just for one because it's Kobe Bryant but and not just for for two I mean just have res- common respect for 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 people on when they make when they make their transition regardless I mean some individuals do you know have, have done some really really ridiculous heinous things um in their lives so um I guess re- for them with their transition I don't know it's all a, it's all a perspective based because for me like I'm saying I wouldn't get on my um social media and and soon as you hear the news of Kobe Bryant and everybody involved you automatically make jokes inappropriate jokes or you know whatever you know so for 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 the for certain individuals like um i guess like you know Ari Schaefer he's a comedian he made disrespectful remarks basically saying that Kobe deserved it and cuz he you know cuz of the rape allegations and you know the rehash um you know he's he's receiving tons of tons of backlash a lot of um He's not getting any shows. They're canceling his shows and he's receiving death threats. So is it worth it? You know, when you really, really think about just making senseless jokes that, you know, you just, you just don't post something and and it just goes up in there. Like you, you know, you have to post, I mean, you have to make the post and then you have to share it. So you have some you have an opportunity to, to to think about your actions before you hit share to the world. I guess for him for his I guess he really thought that was a um, a, a joke, you know. You know, so he's receiving backlash, and, and you know, DJ Quick is looking for him. <laughs> Uh, I heard um, and um, a few other people are really holding this dude accountable rightfully so um, trying to see who else who else who else um, news reporter I want to say Allison Morris she was talking about the situation and 
she was the Knicks and the Lakers were playing, so she she said instead of referring to the Lakers as the Lakers, she said the Los Angeles niggers. And she said that she made a mistake and she put she said Lakers and Knicks and and, 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 and mashed them together. And to a, a certain extent I do understand that. However, what was on your mind you know like when you're referring to the athletes that play for the Lakers Kobe Bryant being a black man did you automatically just see a black man and just say nigger and that's why and you know what I mean like it's a lot of it's a lot to unpack with that because you don't you know she can apologize all she wants like she did saying you know she would never do something like that and and it's it's always these apologies and these always these these uh corny um i wouldn't say you know like like apologies like it seems like they're distant they they don't have any type of genuineness at all um it seems like it's the perfect time you know it's like it seems like it's always con- the, the the most convenient perfect time that that on the the end of a, a you know a black culture or a black person or whatever we get the end you know the shitty end of the stick and um and it seems like it's so convenient you know to make these remarks and these comments as such uh so whether she was really, 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 really um, sorry and really, and she really, 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 really made a mistake, if she did, she did. You know what I mean? But I think she, I don't know if she received any repercussions from that. Um, I just, I think I just read she made some apologies and stuff like that. Um, who else? Um, Disney Harris, Abigail. Um, What's her last? Uh, get her last. Oh yeah, Abigail Disney disrespects Kobe. Um, she was um, suspended, and she gave basically um, basically she was saying similar to um, Ari. You know, like let's let's let's. Uh, you know, let's not let's not um give this man any really you know any credit. Like what you know, like she was I guess she was like counting down the time to see when it was appropriate to make negative remarks or insensitive remarks. And she was like basically like fuck it. Um I think another news anchor was suspended also because he he said everybody all the all Kobe's daughters were were deceased. Um, that is interesting. Um, another <clears throat> news anchor. I mean, um, journalist Felicia Sanmez suspended after posting link to an old rape case. Um, you know, just talking about the case, 
you know, so it, it, that's that's pretty ridiculous. Um, and I do have, let me see if I can find some more info to get some more detail with this. Where is it at? <clears throat> let's see, let's see. Where we are, where are, here we are. I guess a lot of these shits I deleted. I thought I had it saved so I can have some more context, but I guess I don't. Um, yeah, well, um, that's the gist of these these people that you know did some insensitive stuff. And shout out to y'all, and you know, I guess y'all are shitheads. <sighs> Vanessa Bryan spoke out. I mean, she made some comments. I mean, she made a post. And if I can read a little bit. um, My girls and I want to thank the millions of people who've shown support and love during this horrific time. Thank you for all the prayers. We definitely need them. We are completely devastated by the sudden loss of our darn husband, Kobe, the amazing father of our children and beautiful, uh, sweet Gianna, basically. Um... And I'm driving now, so I can't really continue to read it. But basically, she's thanking everybody, you know, telling everybody that they are going to need some time. It's going to be to to, to to deal with this new reality. Um, and as such, they, you know, they really appreciate everybody's um, appreciate everybody's prayers and sentiments and everything that everybody's doing to uh pay homage to to Kobe Bryant and Gianna and everybody else that was uh, affected. She also said that um, you know Kobe will want everybody to keep pushing so keep pushing and she put some links to the uh, foundations and if you want if anybody wants to make donations and to to, to, to their foundations and so to help with the, the, the families that are, that are affected and to continue to support uh, the efforts of uh, Team Black Mamba. So, very, very sad. Uh, Passport Cuddy, personality, and um, she's the whole coach. She's on Twitter, Instagram, Passport Cuddy. I believe she's um, Angela Yee's maybe assistant or maybe she's an assistant for somebody or I know she you know she she wrote a book um but anyway she made a comment on Twitter saying that like damn she you know respect to Vanessa and everybody but like she said she made a she made a post and she's just like dropping the links and the to the foundations it was like interesting and I, I'm not I'm not and I'm not saying that she's connecting the dots with the conspiracy theories or theorists that are out 
but maybe she's thinking and wondering why she just because I it, it, when I read it too I was like damn I wouldn't have I don't know maybe that's the right thing to do or the right way to go about it but I wouldn't have put the two of them together I would have just made my post and then maybe followed up or or dealt with the the, the foundations at a, at a later date I don't know but that's respect to her and everybody you know like I said um but uh it's a lot of conspiracy theories out there and Larry Johnson former athlete he posted should you seek might power false honor access seek that we would work for you to provide temporal advantages we will bring you as close to the throne as you wish and then turn you over to the consequences of your folly Adam Wishop Illuminati and he's making all of these assertions about um you know the the death of uh, Kobe Bryant. I guess he's a conspiracy theorist, and uh, and then Twitter, you know, went in. A lot of people was just connecting the dots, saying um, or trying to connect the dots with numer- numerology, because you know that's what the Illuminati is about, all about numbers. So all of the numbers, you know. Uh, you know, for like how Kobe, for one, um, well, LeBron passed Kobe's record, broke Kobe's record, and the, right the day after he dies. Um, trying to see what else. Um, the LeBron poses with Bill Clinton a couple of days ago with the number 1942 highlighted. Uh, LeBron passes Kobe's record, like I just said. And um, it's reported that he's killed in a helicopter crash. Uh, um, Not died in a uh, helicopter accident. After, uh, it said, the Duke said, after Epstein, the club um, ain't hot. After Epstein, the club ain't hot and shit. Basically, the club, you know, these guys are, you know, whoever allegedly are being very blatant with their actions. Like it's they're not being trying to cover up shit anymore. Um, and then um, they said uh, LeBron's interview yes the other day because this was posted um, January twenty sixth. Uh, I'm not going to tell it say the person's at name, but uh, another person added um, that like yes it was very weird about the interview that LeBron had because LeBron was basically speaking as if um, Kobe was gone already Um, what else let me see what else is on this Uh, basically they're saying LeBron is the one to be king of LA in order for um, LeBron to be the new king um, they had to get rid of the old king which is Kobe and Kobe's the old king so it's just very very interesting very layered with shit um he goes on to say uh Basically, like as yeah, like I said, long as Kobe was um, the king, they couldn't replace him because Kobe was, you know, the last player, standout player that 
was on the Lakers. And, he, you know, when he went out the last game, you saw how he went out and played. What, 61 points or something? He scored. Uh, and basically told his teammates, I'm not passing. Multiple times. <laughs> and they're basically saying, so, like, if the Lakers, you know, the Lakers are destined to win this championship through uh, Kobe's sacrifice and the 49ers will also through the sacrifice. Uh, let me see what else. They talk about Kobe's infamous 666 workout that Kobe does during the off season and basically when players are like partying and doing whatever shit you know and you know vacationing in Ibiza and shit Kobe's putting in six hours of work for six uh, days a week over a six month period and that's Kobe's 666 workout so they're saying basically you know, Kobe was a part of the Illuminati or part of a member of this fraternity or whatever fraternity. And he, it's, you make your own bed almost, you know, like you're playing, you know, and, uh, so, ah. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think about all this shit. These conspiracy theories out there. They're saying... And then also with uh, the Black Mamba Pharma Company that he Kobe was suing that still doesn't have any, um, I guess, clear understanding of what's going on with that. And now that he's gone, it's even... I guess it really, really makes the situation not so great. Also reading that he left a $2 billion estate to his family. So... Like, I guess I was trying to talk about this earlier with someone. Like, Kobe's a black, powerful man, obviously. Like I just said, rich, wealthy, athletic, you know, popular, famous, you know, all that good stuff, uh, businessman. And a powerful, wealthy, influential black man is a threat, as is. But there are individuals that have clear-cut objectives and clear-cut things about them that make them seem like, right, like they can be a threat. And I say that respectfully because I'm not trying to sound like a, you know, 
put any stereotypes or judge any black people or black individuals. But um, a dude like, I guess, say Malcolm X, that was so radical in, uh, in your face. I'm not going to turn the other cheek. Um, for somebody like that, that was obvious, you know, they had this label for this guy, right? Which was totally incorrect. But, and, and, and like I said, I say this respectfully because I'm not trying to throw Malcolm X under the bus or make him seem like he's just this individual that, but based off of what people say that are in opposition, they say that he's this, you know, radical, um, you know, I guess uh, an eye for an eye type of individual. And, um, and he's an, he's a, a black man that was aware of him, his, his, his influence or aware of the power of a black man. And he used his, his voice and he stood his ground. And I, and I, and, and I don't think that should be so totally alarming, but us, unfortunately for us black people, that is a, a threat. Knowledge is having knowledge of self and the knowledge and knowing and having a, 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 a collective of people behind you. That's a threat. That's power. Or maybe like a person like Bobby Seal or Huey P. Newton or maybe like somebody like that um, maybe that 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 person can be seen as a, a aggressive or a, you know a threat but um, black Kobe Bryant I mean and I know the rape case was something that you know like a lot of people are trying to hang on to put life to or put life back into and like the the, the the lady that you know the unfortunate whatever situation happened to she had I think three different um, other men's semen or in her panties or inside in her inside her um huh. Damn, what the fuck? People, they're bugging. Let them go. But, um... I mean, Kobe said it was consensual. The, 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 she didn't even want to testify. Um, so much there. You know, she didn't want to take it to the criminal because they would have ate her ass... They would have ate her case apart. Civil, a little different because, yeah... I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for your pockets a little bit, and I'm pretty sure Kobe had to um, put out some some bread. What are these motherfuckers be racing? I don't understand people playing with their lives. I mean, come on, helicopters, speed racing and shit. 
a 580, totally out of pocket. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, yeah, like that case was clearly a, a, a big grab for money. And whether Kobe had his 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 fun with the the the, the young lady, and I mean fun, consensual fun for, or he got he you know whatever for the lady, she's saying it wasn't fun. But come on, you can read through that case, see that it's uh, pretty. See, maybe yeah, these motherfuckers had an accident after all of this shit. Oh, I was about to say. But um, so don't, let's not hang on to that rape case. Come on, that's that's ridiculous. Because and 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 then we we're automatically or we go to to, to the tit for tat or well, what about Harvey Weinstein or what about Kevin Spacey or what about Charlie Sheen or what about Donald Trump? Or what about, I mean, I can keep going, but I understand when people have this argument because it's like, really like, what about that? Because, yeah, he's getting away with murder, bloody, bloody murder, murder, murder. And I, and I, and our black and brown people are, are, are receiving the shitty end of the stick, like, like, I, like I said before. So all them, all that bull, all the, bull, you know what I mean? Let's, 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 let's salute black mom but let's let's put him let's hold him up up in light because he was a, an amazing person doing amazing things for people and and and, a, and an unfortunate um situation with an, with a young lady you know some he's kobe saying it was consensual the lady saying it wasn't and you know i don't know who to believe but you want to you want to um you want to believe a person that says that they're innocent and then based off of a, a bunch of evidence, you you want to make your assessment and your judgment. And based off the evidence and every all of everything that's packed into this, that case, you can make your, for me, I'm like, I, I don't believe it. So, and I'm not just trying to, you know, hold on to not believing or being in disbelief because he's the black mom, but he's one of my favorite basketball players. So let's not do that. You know what I mean? It's not bullshit, man. You know? You know? You know? Smell bullshit on you guys. It smells bad. Uh, let me see what else, 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 what else. Once again, RIP to the Black Mamba. Arguably one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Some people are putting him over MJ. And I wouldn't sit there and debate it. You know, because he patented his style after MJ. But some people are saying, yeah, he patented his style after MJ. But he did, he did a lot of, accomplish a lot at an earlier age than Michael Jordan. But like Jordan said recently, with the comparison of him and LeBron, it's different eras. 
and they're you know they're great. He's a great player, he's an amazing player. I mean, oh my goodness, I, I I had it was a you know every you know everybody sharing uh, whatever moments they had with personal moments, accounts with Kobe, um, their greatest whatever, their just their time or their being a fan or whatever, and it's and it's amazing because you. You see, you 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 get to see these things over if you if you if you remember, you know, like all the commercials, the commercial that he had with Kobe. I mean, the commercial he had with Kanye, which was also alarming. Um, just the just everything that he did, he had going on with him, you know, and pe- like people are sharing his highlights. And there's like a five minute clip of all his game winners. And I, you know, I definitely five minutes, five minutes, but if it was 15 minutes or 30 minutes. I probably would have watched it, but five minutes I had to watch it. And dude, it was amazing. Yo. Uh, amazing. Uh, amazing. So trying to, you know, <laughs> I don't have to continue trying to, point out stuff about Kobe because if you're a fan you're a fan and if you're not you're not but you cannot deny this dude's um fearlessness his attack his um his work ethic and his his his, um you know the redemption because if the mistake that he made with the 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 rape case and everything um after that he, he you know he really showed that um you know that uh that he's a genuine person um, what he said shout out to my nigga I hate that had to be him he wasn't you wasn't shooting me bitch you wasn't shooting me what Coach Drake say you wasn't with me shooting in the gym <laughs> whatever but um yeah, let's move on. ESPN dropped the 30 for 30 of Michael Vick. And another amazing story of a black athlete. And they're on part one. Parts two. I guess it's only two parts. is on uh, February 6th. And I can't wait to watch it. Because part one was amazing. And I'm a Michael Vick fan. I mean, the way that he had... Atlanta rocking. That nigga had Atlanta shaking. 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 It's a few individuals that had Atlanta shaking. Um, I'm pretty sure fucking Dominique Wilkins at a time had Atlanta shaking. <laughs> fucking Deion Sanders had that bitch shaking, I'm sure. <laughs> fucking let's, Matt Ryan got that bitch shaking. <laughs> um, fucking uh, Michael Vick, right? Again, probably missing people, but I'm probably I'm trying to be a dickhead. Um, but and not not in this way. <laughs> BMF had that shit fucking shaking. Excuse my language. BMF had it shaking. I mean, oh my goodness, Atlanta, and that, when 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 it when it ended for them, that's when Atlanta um, 
you know, died down. So, <laughs> woo. If you are a part of that scene in Atlanta, you understand what I'm talking about. For each counterpart, I've got to keep reiterating. You know, you sound like a, a broken record talking about how wonderful and how great Atlanta is. It was, and I guess it will. Hopefully, it would always be. For, for everyone, but but most importantly for black people, black culture. Because there ain't no denying that shit. Woo. It's no denying it. Go there and stay for don't stay for a weekend. Because you're really gonna be like hooked. And I want you to be able to maybe hit a Monday or even though Mondays are popping Tuesdays are popping primarily you know because Atlanta we party every day you can make up a day and we'll be partying on that on that day but I want you to be able to see multiple days in Atlanta opposed to just coming on like what the tip the majority of people come like on a Thursday and stay till Sunday or come Friday stay till Sunday or come Friday and stay till Monday or come Saturday whatever how they come but usually they come on the weekend Um, but I recommend somebody if you're new to Atlanta or you new to visiting or maybe you're not but come out on a Sunday early so you can go out on Sunday night right so come out Maybe get get out here Sunday Sunday afternoon, or maybe catch a late Saturday night. Eat Saturday, um, late. Yeah, this would catch a late flight on Saturday. Get in. Don't do anything that Saturday. Do something light, very light. Like I mean, like just go to the Waffle House and grab something to eat go home grab or go to the liquor store grab some grab whatever you grab or whatever you know do your thing like that and then enjoy a nice brunch on Sunday somewhere there's plenty of places I'm not gonna you know the, the, the brunch on Papado is ended so you I would automatically recommend that but so many other places but you can even hit Papado on Sunday you're not gonna get brunch items, but you'll get you'll enjoy a nice meal and a nice atmosphere, nice drinks, stuff like that. But like I said, come Saturday night. Don't do nothing Saturday. Don't do anything Saturday. Hit a brunch Sunday. Hit a strip club on Sunday. Um. Uh, Monday. So many stuff to do on Monday. I don't know if you want to be cliche, but go to Magic on Monday, maybe. You know? Tuesday, you can do something light. Hit a nice little lounge. So much shit to do, though. But you can hit a nice little lounge. Or on Sunday, instead of hitting a strub club, maybe hit a bonfire. Hit a bonfire. 
yeah, I would recommend probably hit a hit a both, do both, do all three, or you can hit Boogaloo. Um, so much stuff to do once again, but uh, and then like I said, Tuesday you could do something like Wednesday, maybe hit MJQ, something like that maybe. Thursday, hit another nice spot. Maybe a strip club. Or maybe go to a nice steakhouse. Now, Friday, Saturday, you can do whatever typical shit you want. Pick it. I don't... Because, you know, like I said, last Saturday, you didn't, the Saturday you got in, you didn't really do nothing. You just chilled. So this Saturday, make sure you do whatever cliche shit you want. Go pop a bottle, get a section, take some pictures like people want to do. Go and get yourself on like ETL picks or whatever shit like that still goes on. You know what I mean? If it still does. Um, and then take your ass home that Sunday. Or maybe stay another Sunday and take your ass home on Monday morning. And now you can sit there and say, do I want to fucking move to Atlanta? Or do I want to keep visiting? Or do I want to do whatever? You know? Because people think moving to Atlanta is like receiving like $80 billion. Like, you know? Atlanta's a great place to, to, to relocate though. But just don't think that you move to Atlanta is going to change your life. And I, I, and I saw that meme recently and I was crying. Uh, or you could be Jeff Bezos and be worth a trillion dollars. He's currently worth a trillion dollars. Read that. Shout out to Jeff Bezos. One of the dudes that um, you know went to sc- went to high school with. He works for Amazon on Staten Island or whatever, whatever it's in Jersey, whatever. And he was like, yo, my boss is worth a trillion dollars. What, what, what does that do for me? Somebody was like, he employs you. <laughs> I was like, you're totally right, yo. Thanks for that. Thanks for thanks for just being simple and just hitting homie with simplicity because some people need sim- simple shit. And I get what he's saying, but at the same time, like, yo, you got a job. And he was like, oh, I guess you're right, you know? Yeah, you are. What else? I'm almost done with my list. And I told you this is a long, I had a long list. Um, it's saying uh, by a study from um, Bloomberg that we are living longer, healthier, and better lives all over the world. So everybody in this world, even though it's a bunch of bullshit at, you know, we see in America and around this world, you know, because 2020 is January and this shit is already like, whoa, January of 2020, it's already like January 31st and it's already like, whoa, or February 1st, slowly approaching. It's like, whoa, but, um. You know, through, through it all, I guess we are collectively as a whole, we're eating better, 
we're, we're, we're treating people better. Um, and it's on Bloomberg, like I said, you can look at it for yourself. But, you know, everybody put pat themselves on the back that are really, really making a, a conscious effort to, to be a better person, to eat better, to treat each, one, each other and one another better. That's your goals in life, and that's how you're about, and that's what you're about. 100 to you and if we're ever about I'll smoke a bone with you crack a beer with you throw a shot back with you and uh, crack some jokes with you because you're really shaping it you're really you know you really know what life's about that's what you're about and if you're not about that respect to you or you know but you need to get your life together. And I pray for you. And I pray for your family. And I pray for your friends and your calmer and everything like that. Um, but um, I think that's my list uh, for, for this act, action-packed episode. Um, bear with all the hit, you know, pauses and everything like that. But shout out to everybody that continues to listen to me and um, stay tuned for, for what's in store um, remembering Kobe Bryant the Black Mamba uh, Gianna what they call it the Mamba Sita I thought that was dope shout out to the, all the, 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 the other names and families involved really 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 uh really really hard to understand everything um but um the lakers played tonight and um, i don't know if they won or i don't know if they're still playing but um you know they threw a great 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 they honor honored Kobe in, in great fashion uh, everybody in attendance received a, a number eight T-shirt or a twenty-four T-shirt. Every every Laker member and teammate was uh, sporting that Kobe shit, which is amazing. Rocking the kicks. They saved two seats on the on the court for for, for Kobe and Gigi. Um, LeBron made a, uh, 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 you know, I guess a nice speech, and they proceeded with the game, and they lost to the Trailblazers, one twenty-seven to one nineteen, and I don't, and I, and this is. I didn't expect <laughs> yo I don't even want to laugh I didn't expect to see them lose to see them lose fair you can win or lose a game yes but this is the difference between LeBron and Kobe and Kobe and LeBron and Michael Jordan and LeBron because you're supposed to fucking win that game excuse my language but not pissed like pissed, but that really just hurt me just now seeing that. 
And it's and like I said, we shouldn't be comparing people. Let's stop comparing earlier. Let's stop. You're right. Let's stop comparing LeBron, Kobe, and Michael. But come on, yo. You're supposed to win that game. You know? You're, you're supposed to win that game. It just makes sense. Portland, you should have just lost. Let them win. Come on. And I know Kobe wouldn't want them to let the Lakers win, but come on. Kobe went out with 61 in his last fucking game, yo. Motherfuckers can't even win in his honor. What the fuck is wrong with y'all, man? Excuse my language. It's Hot Seat Haas. The Hot Seat Haas podcast. The Honorable Hot Seat Haas. Shout out to everybody. Um, and go play my new favorite rapper, The God Fahim. You can find him on your streaming platforms. Pick some. Or oh, pick Wisdom Body. That shit is hard. It's hot see hot. Y'all stay good. Y'all be good out there and be safe. Peace. started asking questions and